Hello, you all, and welcome to Grow Theory. I am your host, Tina Smith, and I am so excited for today's episode. Listen, today we are talking about the power of niching down, and I've actually broken this apart into five different points because I really wanted to be organized for this episode, and I really wanted to have it be bite-sized and digestible for you listeners. So I'm excited. Pull up a chair, tune in, lean in a little closer because this is going to be a really, really good one. Okay, for starters, I wanted to give a little backstory on why I wanted to go with this topic. I had a call this past weekend. It was one of my first one-on-one marketing strategy calls that I provide now as a service and I was so excited because we sat down and really covered what you know my client needed to adjust as far as her online presence and how she could really optimize what she has and make adjustments here and there and as we were discussing and really going through all of her stuff it hit me I realized wow like I was in her position not that long ago and it really, it made me think about how when you niche down, how it can really change the game for you in such a short period of time. Whereas before, if you're trying to do everything all at once because you feel like it's a part of you, you're going to be working on overtime for such long periods of time and you won't see a great return on investment. So in this episode, we're really going to dive deep and touch on these things because I have done what I'm going to share with you on this podcast myself. I've seen it work for myself. I've studied other people that this has worked for them as well, where I've literally seen them pivot overnight and have tremendous success within a few months. So This episode is coming from a place of my own understanding and people that I've worked with. So like I said, pull up a chair. Let's get into it. Okay, for starters, I know we've all heard the term niche down or find your niche or niche or whatever you call it. But when I think of niche down, I really just think of that as committing, really like committing to something, to one thing. And letting that one thing be what you're going to pour all of your energy into when it comes to your business and what you provide to others. So let me just give you a backstory on me as a photographer. And maybe as I speak, you can kind of see how this can relate to where you are in your journey and in your place of expertise. Okay, so when I started out in photography, I when I tell you my website was every type of photography. I had a food tab, I had a family photography tab, I had a wedding photography tab, I had, um, you know, product photography. Everything you could think of was on my website and I would be like, book now, I'm the best photographer, hire me. And as you can see and probably guess, I was not very successful Um, and it wasn't benefiting me or anybody else to to be providing so much all at once, right? And as I started to really 
know that I needed to niche down, I hit a wall because I thought to myself, wait, but I love shooting families. Wait, but I love shooting product. Wait, but I love doing all these other things. How can I just pick one thing? I mean, I have so much to offer, right? Hmm. Well, here's the thing. I, I'm a photographer. I'm always going to love shooting anything and everything. However, when I really boiled down and asked myself, who did I want to serve and why? That's when I really was able to see, you know, I have a lot that I can offer in this one area, which now is in helping women create branding photography for their business. That's when I realized this is what I really, truly love. I mean, I love the other things, but this is what I I leave a shoot feeling so empowered. I leave maybe a one-on-one consultation feeling so great and good that I was able to help this woman, that that's how I knew this is what I need to focus on. So if you're listening right now and you're saying, but Tina, I have all these other parts of myself. How can I niche down? I mean, will that not confuse my audience? Blah, 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 blah. Listen, I get it. I was right where you are. But I am here to tell you, if you just lean in, listen to this, you will see success when you're able to truly dive in and commit to what you know you can offer the highest level of value to your audience and customers. Okay, I said I was going to break this podcast down into bite-sized topics. So I've numbered them down from one to five. So the number one positive reason to niche down and commit to one thing is it limits your competition. You guys, when I was doing photography and I was shooting families, weddings, products, fashion, you name it, at the end of the day, There was always another photographer who specialized in weddings. There was always another photographer who specialized in food photography. Do you get what I'm saying? And on and on and on. And when I would present my website or my Instagram to a potential client, they would look at that, but I wouldn't be the only one that they were searching for, right? They were probably asking other people and shopping around. Now, if they had to pick me, a girl who had tons of things going on, versus someone who specialized in the type of photography that they wanted, specialized in that, who do you think they're going to pick? And for those of you who don't know, it wasn't me. (laughs) So it's really, really important to understand that When you get serious, you literally start to limit the competition around you. And when you don't get serious and you don't commit, it becomes very hard for you to, number one, know what you have to offer. And it becomes hard for other people to even know and understand what you're offering. It's a a double-edged sword. I think that's what they call it, a double-edged sword. I used to think that there was a pro in bringing everything to the table. I mean, who doesn't love a full table of good food, right? But when I realized that, honestly, it is confusing when you bring a lot to the table to the people that are searching for your service and your product. If you can come through and say, I am the top dog in this industry, hit me up. 
your confidence level is high and other people will automatically want to work with you because they feel like that's what you do and you're going to be able to provide the highest level of service for them. Now, the second reason that niching down is so beneficial and so necessary and needed if you have not yet is it's easier for you to become experienced and known as a leader in your industry. So when you're able to niche down and commit to one aspect, right, your focus can go straight to that one thing like like a target, right? You've got the bow and the arrow. You know the center is where you got to hit. Now, if you have a bunch of different (laughs) targets and a bunch of different arrows, you cannot shoot all of that at the same time, right? So if we can niche down and commit to just one, you're able to practice over and over and over again until you hit it directly in the center. Now, when I was doing photography and doing everything, right, it was harder for me to research every time I got a gig. So let's say someone hired me to do food photography, I would automatically run to YouTube, I would try to figure out how was the best way to shoot the food and do all this stuff. But then if I booked a family shoot the next day, I'd be on Pinterest trying to figure out, you know, what are the best poses for families. And it just got to the point where I was exhausted. I didn't feel confident in my skills. Therefore, I was not a leader in my industry, right? But when you niche down and and really commit to your lane, it's easier for you to learn as your industry changes, right? Because industries are always changing. There's always new information. But when you really commit and get down to it, you're then able to basically say, look, I live, breathe this stuff. You can trust me. And then from that place of you can trust me, other people will say, yo, she's a leader, he's a leader. I can trust them with my project and with my pocketbook, okay? So you are able to really elevate yourself with basically less work. I mean, why would you want to do everything all at once, okay? Let's all get in our lane, figure out what that is, and really, really, really be able to build the foundation to build the tower up because you know what tools you need. You become an expert. You become well-versed in whatever industry you're in. Now, the third thing I want to touch on in niching down is it creates a powerful online presence, okay? You'll attract your ideal client when you're able to be clear And when other people are able to understand what the heck it is you do. Now, I've seen people say things like healthcare professional, um, finance guru, you know, dog sitter, you know, listing all of these different things on their Instagram bio or even on their website. Like me, I would have, like, you know, your top photographer for all your needs. No, no, because... The, pe- the person that's trying to find you and hire you, they don't need all the needs. <laughs> they need they have one need, okay? And if you can provide a service and provide a solution to that one need, you are more valuable to that person than you saying you can help them with every aspect of their life. They don't need help in every aspect of their life. They need help with one thing. 
So when you get clear, you're able to create an experience, okay? You're able to create a beautiful online experience. So when people step into your world, which is your website, your Instagram presence, your email marketing, whatever that looks like that they step into, they feel a sense of feng shui, okay? They feel a sense of this flows so well. I could live here. I want to chill. I feel good. And when you create that environment and that experience for people, when the minute they hit your Instagram page, they know right away, this is the person I need in my life. Let me send them a DM. Let me send them an email. Or you create that experience on your website where it's like, yes, this is what I've been looking and searching for. You are able to really, really, really seek and and get a higher return on the investment and the time that you've put in. Because let's be real, when you build your brand online and you're building your business online, it is not a walk in the park. There's a lot of work that goes into it. So if we're putting all this work into it, let's not let it be in vain. Let's let it come back to us in so much value and goodness that we know we're on the right track. And I want to touch on the concept of creating a feeling, creating an environment that the person just knows this is what they need, right? So let's talk about the difference between a Walmart or a Target versus a Prada store, okay? I love Target, okay? I love Target. I go in there. It's good. Walmart, cheap stuff, loving it. But they they literally have everything you need there. Now, you may go in and wander. You may buy something here and there, but it wasn't it wasn't an investment for you. It wasn't it, it wasn't even what you needed really. You just figured, "Ah, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do this," right? Those stores are for everybody. But when you think about a store like Prada or a really really high-end store that is not for everyone, Yes, there won't be as many people walking in to that store, but those who do, they are ready to commit. They have saved up. They see value in that product. The environment has set the tone. The tone has been set before you even walked in the door and and swiped the card, right? So when you niche down, you're able to create an environment with your online presence the same way. Do you want to be a Walmart or a Target or do you want to be a Prada? Okay. You got to figure out what am I selling? What am I offering that is so incredibly valuable to people that there is no question. This isn't just a stroll in the store because they were bored. Okay. They're here because they want, there's purpose behind them being here. Another reason that it's really important for you to niche down is you're able to grow your network. Let me tell you about a good friend of mine, okay? And and I've I've worked with him. He's an amazing, amazing guy. And I was about to say he's an amazing photographer, but listen, I knew him when I met him, he was a photographer, amazing, skillful, Instagram presence was on point, website was stunning. And, you know, one day he decided that he was no longer going to be doing weddings anymore. He wanted to do real estate. (laughs) And you would probably think, what the heck do those two things have to do with each other? Nothing. But he had to make a financial decision 
because of COVID and decided, you know, I'm going to commit to this new venture, right? And within a few months, y'all, I'm talking like maybe six months, this dude has started a YouTube channel. He has literally closed on deals. Instagram went from nothing but wedding portraits to real estate tips to, um, you know, his YouTube channel getting a lot of followers real quick. And it's, it's elevated him to where he's now being asked to go on people's podcasts, more experienced people's podcasts to talk about real estate. That is the power of niching down when you are able to literally expedite the time of success. When you're doing a bunch of stuff um, and you know, let's say even, even if you're really on one path and you're saying, Tina, man, I really, really want to pivot, but I'm afraid how that's going to look. So I'm just going to do both. No, I encourage you. It's probably best to pivot and go all in on that new thing. Because if you go in on that new thing, I'm telling you, you may be afraid that it's going to you know, make people run away or you might lose followers or whatever that looks like. But when you're able to build your brand online, when you go all in and provide value and truly, truly say, this is who I am, this is what I provide, and I want to help you because I love what I do, the message is clear. And when the message is clear, you're able to grow your network. You're able to gain a whole new group of people who love and who want to hear what you have to say, who want to learn and glean from you, right? Which will actually help you to get better in your niche. It will help you get better in your field. The last thing that I want to touch on is... When you commit and niche down, you're able to gain more confidence. Now, guys, when you have confidence, it's easier for you to sell. Let's just get that out there off top, okay? When I was doing everything all at once, it was harder for me to sell because I I was wanting every possible gig, you know? If someone said, what kind of photography do you do? Oh, I do it all. That's not a sales pitch. That's not that's not good. That doesn't offer any incentive for someone to buy from me, right? But when you niche down, your confidence level shoots up and you're able to say, I offer this value. I can help you in this way. And such a very strong conviction is over you that someone else will say, dang, I think I need that. We've all heard of conferences or even in church, there's that the speaker is so, there's such a level of conviction on them and such a level of, I know what this has done for my life and I want to help you, that it makes you think. It makes you say like, yeah, oh yeah, I think I can apply that to my life or yeah, I want I want some of that thing. Like I want some of that energy in my life. So when you really get clear You gain confidence because you know the formula works. You know your product works. You know your service works. And you're able to sell it from a place of just being clear and absolutely knowing without a shadow of doubt that you can help versus coming from a place of desperation and I can do it all for you. 
And I gotta tell you, since I niched down and really focused on the photography that I do now, which is personal branding photography, I've realized that the ability to charge top tier pricing is not as stressful as before. And it actually works in my benefit. Whereas before when I was doing every type of photography, if I wanted to increase my prices, it might've been more difficult because obviously the person looking for a photographer, they were still shopping around and there were too many other options of people who were very, very focused and very, very niche versus me who was doing it all and offering it all. And it got to the point where I was so stressed and I just wanted any client. I just wanted a client and whenever I would get an inquiry or a message, I would get so excited and hope that they, you know, oh God, please let them book with me, you know, and all this stuff that, you know, I wasn't, one, I wasn't able to charge higher and my worth. But, you know, honestly, I was charging my worth because I wasn't at that place where I was an expert and a leader in my field. So that was my downfall. And that came into play when it came to my confidence, right? However, when I pivoted to focusing on my lane and really going hard and going in and committing on the type of photography that I do, I realized that the stress level went down. When I got an inquiry, I knew that the level of service, the level of expertise, just the overall level of confidence that I brought to the table, my value, I just leveled up. You know what I mean? And that energy comes off. People can feel that energy. When you're not sure or when you're coming from a place of desperation or you're coming from a place of need and lack and stress, you're clientele can feel that and they won't want to work with you versus somebody who knows what they're talking about, has made themselves well-versed in this space, you're going to have two different stories. So it's really important to figure out which story you want to have, right? You don't want to have the story of so much competition that you're stressed out and you're running on low fumes, right? You want to come from a place of your well being full so you can pour out to others and offer them value, obviously, but then also they're paying you a price that levels up and is equivalent to what you're offering. So everyone wins at the end of the day. But when it comes to things like weddings, I've already washed my hands clean. I don't do that anymore. Even if someone refers a client to me, I will send them <laughs> to someone or I'll, I'll tell the client, hey, I don't specialize this in this anymore. However, I would be so happy to, you know, give you the information of a photographer who does. So when you do that, you're basically helping other people who specialize in that industry to thrive and get a new client. And therefore, you'll be able to attract people that know they need you. And this has happened to me in the past. I've literally had someone who wanted me to do a wedding for them. And I told them that I no longer specialize in that, which ironically, I never did specialize in it because at the time I was marketing every other type of photography 
on my website, but um, I told her, you know, I'd be so happy to refer you to another photographer that does specialize in this and they would be awesome, right? Fast forward two months later, I got an inquiry from the same woman wanting to do a branding session with me because she was launching her business. You guys, do you see how this works? <laughs> it is so good. Now, I could have taken her wedding and I've, I could have shot the wedding. However, I wouldn't have been able to provide her with the level of service that somebody who lives, breathes, eats wedding photography could have done. Do you get what I'm saying? And that is where the key lies. Yes, you maybe can do all of those other things, but what is the one thing that you know that you live, breathe, eat, you could talk about it all day long? What is that one thing? And when you can start with a strong foundation there and show up and commit to showing up consistently online, commit to having a beautiful online presence whether that's your website, social media, whatever it is, you have committed to this is who I am and this is what I do and I would love to serve you. And if you're someone listening who's saying, but Tina, I have all these other parts of myself that I want to show people. I don't want to have to like you know, forfeit that. That's not fair. I totally get it. I was you. I never wanted to give up family photo shoots. I love family photo shoots, you know? I was glad when I, you know, maybe didn't pursue wedding photography anymore, but there was that part of me that still wanted to do family shoots and still wanted to maybe show other parts of my photography. And what I have to say to that is that's fine, but you really got to just commit to the one thing that you know serves you and makes you feel the most fulfilled, right? So if you're listening and you don't know which one that is, which one can you live, breathe, talk about all day, you love serving people, you love providing value to people's lives, that's the thing. (laughs) That's the thing that you should focus in on and everything else should just be sprinkles on top, right? You're not going to show up to the birthday party with just sprinkles, you need the cake. So the niche and the focus should be the cake. And all the other goodies, that can be sprinkles on top. So it's okay if you want to have that variety, but the variety should come in more of a lifestyle sense. So if you're on Instagram, show us in your stories, right? Show us in your stories the sprinkles, what you love, the fun passion projects. Show us that. But when it comes to your website, that should be totally niched down and committed to serving the top level value to people that you live, breathe, eat, drink, and this is what people know, that is a leader in the industry. And oh, when I go to their Instagram, that's cool. They like to do all this other stuff too through their stories. But when I go to their feed, I should know what they're offering and what they're saying and how it can benefit me as the client and the customer. Well, guys, that's all I've got for you. Listen, I know that growing your business online and really trying to build that brand recognition online so you can attract the right clientele can feel daunting and scary, but I promise you the first step really is just committing to that one thing so that you can pour all of your value into that funnel and attract the right people your way. So when you do work and when you do provide 
the hard hitting value and you do provide the hard hitting work, you don't feel exhausted. You feel fulfilled. You feel so accomplished and excited for what's to come. And that's where I want to see you get to. If you have any more questions about this topic, feel free to reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have not yet, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review I'm so excited to have you back and I look forward to having you tune in for the next episode. Thanks for listening, guys.